0: Yo, welcome in to the Polish Ambassador Podcast. This is your host Dojo. It's great to have you again in the cockpit to talk all things Web three, music, talk with builders, creatives, artists, interesting folks. So again, if you missed episode one, sat down with David Szkowski, aka the Polish Ambassador himself. Uh, we've embarked on this great journey to explore Web3, see what this space is all about, and we're learning a lot, we're building a project, and we're getting to meet some really cool people uh, in our community and in adjacent communities, and today we've got a barn burner for you because we've actually got someone on our team, uh, Jacob Lil, uh, aka Wiggle Work. Uh, What's going Jake. on, everybody?
1: Yeah. What's going on, Dojo?
0: Dude, it's so great to have you, man. I, I felt like, you know, these early episodes, we got to feature, you know, our, our own squad and learn a little bit more about folks. So uh, for people that don't know you, let's just jump into who, who, who the heck are you, man? I, I know you're yeah. the magician, but who are you? <laughs>
1: Yeah, man, I, I ask myself that almost every day. But but this is what I figured out so far. So I, I'm Jake. Uh, I'm wiggle work uh, in my my musical career. So I uh, like to make people dance. Like to to share that wiggly energy. Um, and then I'm also a, a crypto enthusiast, developer, uh, a Taoist of sorts, uh, and just just trying to to actively create the world that I want to live in. I love that.
0: Taoist. I haven't heard that since. It was like Buddhist, but a Taoist, the other Taoist. (laughs) (laughs) That's amazing, man. Well, and let's maybe before we hop into like crypto, NFTs, you've been involved in lots of projects, built hundreds of different tools. And we can certainly talk about your involvement on our project, but maybe we can even rewind the tape. And before you got into this space, before Web3 was even here, what were you up to, and maybe maybe you can talk a little bit about the the precursors to Web three?
1: Yeah, yeah, definitely. So, um, man, before Web three, that that feels like a lifetime <laughs> ago. Um, I, I've been in this space for for quite a while now, but um, I guess my my first big project was was within the the cannabis space, the medical marijuana industry. So I have always been very passionate about patient access and the medical benefits of cannabis. And I was very early in on that industry. Um, I got started as an activist. I got started just like learning and and learning what was uh, possible with the plant and then fighting for what I believed was to be right. And then I ended up opening up my first dispensary um, in my very early twenties, and this is um, Colorado, by the yeah, yeah. Th- right? So this is like Colorado. Was,
0: was it legal at that point in time, or like talking
1: about um, it? It was legal. It was okay. It's been legal in Colorado for for quite a while now, and but there was very very few dispensaries until about 2008, when President Obama um, essentially gave the the go ahead. And even the attorney general said uh, they wouldn't use federal resources to supersede state laws. So as soon as that happened, people people started to say, okay, well, great, we'll do it. Even if it's not legally federally, it's legal at a state level. And president says it's okay, so we'll go ahead and do it. And you know, I was I was one of the, the early, early adopters of that philosophy. So um, we opened up my, my first dispensary. It was called Medical Cannabis Colorado. Um, God, that takes me back. So <laughs> Flashbacks. Like, yeah, yeah, no, no, it was a very cool place. And then um, we opened up Colorado Independent Wellness Consultants as well, too, which was the first dedicated uh, medical marijuana doctor's office in the state which um yeah we we saw lots and lots of patients and i, I learned everybody's stories and like it, it was just so eye-opening and so cool and we had amazing doctors there and i'm just the the this bright-eyed bushy tail little little 20 21 20 year old just like <laughs> what's going on here and you know that that love and that energy spread and we quickly became really, really well known and really, really big. I think high times even said we had the the best cannabis and prices in the state. And wow. um, after that happened, even more people came yep. and I, I became the, the biggest caregiver in Colorado in, I think it was 2009. Um, and I I worked with uh, attorneys and different groups and helped to enact some of the laws that are in place even today in Colorado, which is is really cool and i helped a lot of other dispensaries and and grows get started and that 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 was back into the day that was the the old wild wild west it was it was a lot of fun you're just always
0: always an og pioneer just on the the bleeding edge of uh of of adoption of new technologies i love it you know
1: i've gotten lucky a couple of times in life and, and cannabis was definitely the first one but you know I've also found that when you focus on something that you truly love, that you're truly passionate about, um, I don't know, magic tends to happen. So, after I, I got all that in Colorado, um, mm-hmm. I decided that it was time to continue the cannabis journey. So, I ended up going out to Nevada, out to Las Vegas. And out there, I actually tried to do it a little bit different. I started a nonprofit patient-owned medical marijuana cooperative Um, and it was a true patient-owned cooperative it was really really neat and all the patients there would grow the cannabis they they would share it with everybody everybody was winning and the really cool thing about that place is we were able to um, enact a large-scale business that was able to give medicine to people regardless of what they were able to contribute. Wow. So, somebody would come in and they'd say, Hey, I'd like that that ounce of, of that over there. And we'd say, Well, that's a recommended $350 donation. Mm-hmm. And they might say, Well, I only have $100. And we'd say, Well, here you go. Thank you for your donation. <laughs> wow. Or they might say, You know, my medical bills have been, been crazy this week um, mm-hmm. and I don't really have any money, but I need that. Say, well, thank you for being a member. Here you go. And through that, we started the Giving Green Foundation, which helped end-of-life patients with the, the cost of dying in this country. And we were able to give away a lot of money, cash, no questions asked. And, you know, really just support people in the, that difficult time in life when it might be coming to a close and doing whatever we can to to help them feel love and help them just feel a little bit more comfortable. And it was, wow. it was really remarkable what we were able to accomplish. I mean, the average age of our patients was 57 years old, which as long as I was in the cannabis industry, I, I never heard of anything like that. But really creating a a hyper professional environment and a very educational rich environment, especially early that early in on the game was was almost un, unheard of. Wow.
0: Wow, that's incredible! And actually, bringing me back to, I just lost my stepmom uh, in the last two years, and actually was there kind of at the end. And um, now that you're mentioning this, actually, you know, there was some medical cannabis that like really helped ease and comfort not just her, but the family. You know, knowing that she wow. was in a great space. So, um, wow, that that must have been. I mean, a powerful yet like emotionally heavy space to to be in,
1: you know, it was it was a lot. and, and especially being on the forefront of the the legalization and, and all that comes with that, that that was definitely a lot. But the, the, the joy and the the lightness yeah. you would almost yeah. see in people. And like the transition, like somebody who's been having a hard time for a very long time is on, I saw this so many times, it's not even funny, like a, a grocery bag full of pills. And then like a month later, they, they're like on half as much or a quarter yeah. as much. And they have a big old smile on their <sighs> face. And they've they got like this, this liveliness to them and just nice. like seeing that transition in people like ugh, Just, amazing. Come on. Yeah. That's why you do the work. That was actually, while I was doing that, I kicked myself. Um, that was the first time I heard about Bitcoin and oh, really? Like, like, while I was looking for a solution to like s- safely store a bunch of money, which. Yeah.
0: How do we do this in different ways? Yeah.
1: Banks weren't working with marijuana yeah. at the time. So it was like, what am I going to do? Just keep filling up these safety deposit rooms with cash like that, that doesn't right. make sense so right. it was more so like the the digital asset mm. a- and the ability to transfer it and send it to people and d- do all these different things and not to have to deal with all this cash mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. now that makes sense okay yeah.
1: so so let's let's fast forward
0: yeah yeah i was gonna say fast forward the tape and so, then so, so
1: started another company called, yeah. called effortless rental group which was okay decentralized property management and we did like airbnbs and VRBOs, and that quickly quickly grew and ended up turning into over a hundred million dollars of real estate under wow. management in under two years and over ten thousand guests a month and just like all this this wild stuff all over the country and um i ended up that was when i i really started to get hardcore into software development. I started Mm -hmm. building internal technologies to accommodate all that stuff. Um, When I was in the cannabis space, I actually, I got my, I dipped my toe in, I helped a a platform called mmjmenus.com, which became the largest used point of sales for the cannabis industry and got oh, wow. acquired by Weed Maps a few years later. So that, that was my very, very first, first dab into tech. And then I built that out there. We ended up franchising that company. And mm-hmm. that's also when crypto came back around a second time. Yes. And it hit me and it hit me hard. <laughs> <laughs> and this was, this was back in the day where when it hit you, like it, it knocked you off the horse.
0: And what's the, so, what's, the, what's the timeline at this point? Because, you know, I look, you know, I, I stalked you a little bit, went back on your Instagram and it's like, oh, there's, there's, there's my guy, Jake with uh, Vitalik, uh, and like <laughs> the CEO of ripple and like, like you're an OG, I got in like six months ago, man, you've been in for years. So like, what, what was it like when you, when you got hit? that second time got hit really hard like
1: well well so i almost got hit by accident again i was looking to crypto for the utility of it. i was trying to mm. accomplish something online and you know bitcoin was the the best way to do it so i i figured it out and this this was this was back in the day so there was there was a bit of a learning curve um, i think the first bitcoin i ever bought was out of an atm wow so it wasn't it wasn't too hard um, but I, I ended up doing what I had to do. And I had a little bit extra in my account and I fucking forgot about it. Cause it was like $5 or something. And then I, I come back a month, a couple months later, and it's just grown by leaps and bounds. Like, it, it, what, like
0: what just happened? Yeah. yeah like,
1: I'm like, wait a minute, wait, it does that too. <laughs> but then I got deep. That, then I, I started getting, getting Ethereum and Bitcoin and Ripple and all these different ones. And, Time is hard. I think this is like 2014, 2015, mm-hmm. but t- I remember crypto prices more than I remember dates. <laughs> um, so I think when I got into Ethereum, it, it was still in the single digits. I think it was like $6 or wow. something. And, and I ended up getting getting a little chunk, not, nothing insane, but, but, but a decent little chunk. Yep, and yep. I remember I was in New York when it really like exploded. Yep. And I was just like what what's going on here what's going on here and then 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 xrp like i i, I fell mm-hmm. in love with that too because that was the first like just 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 exponential explosion I, I i ever witnessed i didn't i didn't even think that was possible until right. i ripple and i i saw a fraction of a fraction of a penny turn into a few dollars yep. like that, that that opened my eye up to to what was possible and like as soon as i saw those those thousand percent gains in, in seconds. I was just like,
0: you're like, huh, okay. what's, what's I going on here?
1: Everything that I'm doing and I have to focus solely on that. And that's, that's honestly what I did. And yeah. to tell you the truth, people looked at me like I was fucking insane. Sorry to, sorry to curse, but um, I, I, this is what, like I said, I was doing the real estate stuff yeah. and I had this booming short-term rental company that was franchising and just growing, growing very quickly. And I stepped down as the CEO so I could focus fully on crypto.
0: Hmm. Wow. Yeah. Okay. And yeah. were you were you doing? Um. And let's let's toggle in the music piece here because were were you making music at that point too? Or like I know that you got deep. Yeah. So love so I I Polish, but
1: once I fall in love with something, I, I I'm 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 all about it. So I've been making music since since I was. 13, 14 years oh, wow. Even old. And yeah. I, I started playing shows and stuff when I was 17, 18 and started getting getting some some traction and momentum. Um, before I hit the the dispensaries and stuff and I remember there was there was a day and and I still look back on this often and it was like the middle of winter and there was like snow everywhere and this was this was back in the day of turntables too so heavy gear heavy records heavy all that stuff and I brought out my turntables and all my records and everything to this place to do a show on like a Wednesday night and like two people showed up and I'm like (laughs) I, I, I have a million pounds of weed to give to the people tomorrow and I'm out till two in the morning and nobody's here. And and then I kind of, I, I put a pause on the music. I was like, all right, I got to focus on this side, but I always figured out ways to incorporate music into yes. it. Like all my dispensaries, I had DJ booths set up in it. Nice. <laughs> so I was nice. Out there playing around with music while people were coming in. It, 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 was, it was fantastic. And then, I continued making music like it's always been what I do just just because I love it and like yeah. over time like it started getting so interesting and cool where like it almost felt selfish to just like keep making all this music for myself and never share it with anybody and mm. not put it out there and I was like listening to my own mixes and it um, I'd still do a couple shows a year here and there but yeah then I really got back into it maybe four or five years ago and the rest has been history. Just, just show after show and just, just, just making the people dance, getting funky. I
0: love it, man. And now you're, I mean, imagine at ETH Denver, I think you mentioned, yeah. you know, yeah, like so pri- privately before, you know, NYT or NYC NFT. Like, I mean, there's these crypto meetups and huge conferences now, you know, yeah. that used to just be like a couple dozen people that are now like, thousands of people where we're combining all of these different things.
1: Just to see how the crypto industry and in space has changed and mm. transformed and, and and grown, it's amazing. Like I, I've been going to meetups and I've been hosting meetups as well too for many, many years. And I remember when it was just a few, few nerds talking about, about crypto and decentralization and, and these concepts. And even the the first ETH Denver that I, I participated in, I remember sneaking in my 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 DJ setup and speakers and lights and projectors and stuff. And you're like, oh god, I hope they don't they don't see me see, bringing these in, so I could throw uh, the WiggleWorks Secret All Night Party. I've been doing that for a couple of years ETH nice. Denver, and, and now like this last year, it was like a better lineup than a lot of festivals were there. <laughs> I mean, even polish did a show there. Yeah, like it's just it's so amazing to see. And yeah, I've been I've been lucky to share my music with ETH Denver for a long time. For the when they launched their DAO, the Sport DAO launch, I ended up I think playing like a six hour DJ set for the entire live stream party and then this year i played the the closing party and it was it was just it's so much fun and i love seeing these two worlds collide like that mm-hmm. that that's just that's what gets me going is seeing the creative space and the music space coming yeah. into the crypto space and and both sides of the fence seeing what the other can do for them. But yeah. like like so much is possible with music. And I mean, I mean the the Polish Ambassador and all, all the stuff that we're working on, so much is possible when you take blockchain technologies, decentralized ownership, NFTs, all, all these great things, yeah. and, and you put it out there. And what I'm excited about is as more and more artists and, and creative folks start integrating these technologies, what they're going to dream of. Because, mm-hmm. you know, I, I've brainstormed with a lot of people and brainstorming with David is, is so much fun because he has such a unique perspective and mm-hmm. such a, a a unique experience that he brings to the table too. And, and being able to take those ideas and figure out ways to, to incorporate them into everything. It's just, it's a dream for me.
0: Yeah, that's awesome. And I mean, I love your enthusiasm and passion in the space. I mean, the creative energy that you bring, I mean, the music, I mean, you know, so so many beautiful things. And then I also think, oh yeah, like the main role that you have on our project is like the technical wizard. And I mean, the solidity (laughs) expert and like there's this whole other channel of, so, I mean, first question, like, were you self-taught? Did you take courses? Did you read books? Like, I'm just, I am fascinated with like, how does one even... Get up to speed on this whole world of smart contracts and like all these different, you know. It feels like there's some deep math and like really smart people have looked at this for a really long time. Like,
1: but you've been one of those people as well. Yeah. So you know, when I got into software development, I didn't go to school. I I, I completely self taught in that that aspect, and. I think the perspective that I brought to the the software development side is more of like a process systems driven side, Mm -hmm. and like this is what we're trying to accomplish. So, how do we make the software do that? And then the 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 software was almost secondary to to understanding what should take place. So it was almost just like reverse engineering the process. Mm -hmm. So that that's how I kind of got into software. And you know, I I I say self-taught, but that just means lots of YouTube videos, reading lots of stuff. And there was so many years, so many years where I was trying to learn how to develop things. And it just hadn't clicked yet. Mm -hmm. Like I could make this or that, but like, Mm -hmm. it wasn't worth anything. Like it wouldn't do anything notable. And, And it was just like, I almost want to say I learned through like osmosis of Mm. just continuing to expose myself to different videos and different ideas and looking at things and trying to break them and rebuild Mm. them. And wait a minute, uh, this code will do this. Can I make it do that? And just just Mm -hmm. trying and trying and trying. And more so than anything with development, both crypto and just web two development, it's finding a process and a system that, that worked right for me. And you know, Mm -hmm. the way I develop stuff is way different than a lot of other people develop stuff, but it works for me. And there's a, there's a million ways to skin a cat. And I found something where I can accomplish virtually anything that I dream of and whip it out pretty quick. And I'm I'm super grateful for that. I like it.
0: Yeah. And what was it a weekend or two ago, we got to uh, go down with uh polish down to lucidity and check yeah. out the live set there we got to go down to san diego I mean, sold out 650 person uh, venue downtown outside which was super cool um uh and uh and you helped build this new technology what do you call it quick wallet right quick where wallet, people, yeah. like so we had like a little booth and we're like hey if you're you know do you like the polish ambassador you know the polish ambassador and people are like heck yeah and we're like you like a free digital collectible? Would you, you know, like we're starting to like broach, you know, kind of these people that have n- never seen, never heard of, you know, Web3 or NFTs now are all of a sudden like getting a wallet and like getting set up in their first foray. So, um, so number one, thank you. And number yeah. two, I guess what we're, you know, like as you build out new technology, like, yeah, yeah I don't know. Like it feels like there's so much creative potential
1: Well, thank you. I think so too. (laughs) Um, No. So yeah, like that, that was a super, super cool experience and and QuickWallet has been so cool to see it like come to life a little bit. And what I've, I've really focused on the last couple of years is finding situations and finding problems and finding Mm -hmm. things that, that inspire me and and need solutions. And I like to kind of like, engineer the space and the situations around me that'll be the 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 most likely to inspire that inspiration so like quick wallet we're talking about incorporating crypto and nfts and digital collectibles in a very like user-friendly soft gentle way into to to live events and you know i looked around at what else was out there and said no maybe there's a way to do it a a little bit different or try something Mm -hmm. else and you know, it, it seemed to go pretty, pretty smooth out there. And then earlier this week, just a couple of days ago, um, Harmony, Harmony One, the blockchain and cryptocurrency, um, they decided to use QuickWallet for one of their meetups in San Francisco. And nice. they used that to give all the attendees PO apps and get everybody's info. And it's just, it's so cool to, to see these things take life and, and really get out there. And I think that's one of the, the really neat things about the web 3 space is there's so many solutions that haven't been dreamed up yet where mm-hmm. where the opportunities are there for just about anybody to get in there and say, you know, we've done this this way up until this point, but what if we try something new and you know resources are available and it's just getting involved and putting out those next ideas.
0: Yeah, yeah. And I guess um and you've been pretty heavily involved with uh, Burning Man as well, right? Like Campus yeah. Central. And I'm I'm just thinking of like that must just be like a basket full of fun to like explore all these new oh, again yeah. options and build new tech and like do you want to maybe talk to yeah. a little
1: oh, bit yeah. about that? Oh yeah, I sure do. So again, like when there's this intersection of my loves and passions, I just get really, really excited. <laughs> so so forgive my 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 giggles. <laughs> um, but yeah, when when I got introduced to Camp Decentral, wow. Um one, just the, the community there is just such spectacular builders and doers and connectors and just just such. Amazing people within the web three space, but like Burning Man is, is a, a very, very harsh condition. And it it creates this opportunity to, to test out all these things and let's throw up a 150-person community for a week in the desert and, and let's let's figure out how to, to operate. And there's so much that goes into that, and especially with with our camp, with all the, the infrastructure and the big 100-foot geodomes and and the, the enormous illuminate straight shade structures and the, the steam showers, just all the, the crazy things. The, 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 yeah, the I won't say anything else, but all the crazy <laughs> we'll things. We'll keep it PG. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, it, it creates such an interesting um, testing ground for especially Web3 tech. And the cool thing about our camp is we're, we're completely blockchain based. So camp dues are paid with crypto. If there, Mm. there's any rentals or anything, that's all done with crypto. So, so I got involved and I was just, I was absolutely blown away. We're part of the Anahasana village with Camp Contact and Naked Heart. And our gift to the playa is a hundred plus hours of crypto education. So we do mm-hmm. workshops and we do fish bowls, and it, it's it's some of the most amazing moments I've ever had in the the Web three space is creating this community of burners from around the world, and figuring out what can be improved with these technologies. So so after getting involved. Um, I I built out this thing which doesn't exactly have a name right now, I I actually need to figure that out, (laughs) Um, but essentially what it is, it's a Burning Man camp management system, Mm. i.e. a community building platform, and it's completely crypto based You, you There's a big application where where you fill it out. And then I created this cool thing where it strips away all the, the sensitive information. So we vote on people based on validity. And then there's a board of eight people that vote between hell no, no, maybe, yes, and hell yes. And then each one is allotted a certain number of points. And there's a whole decentralized voting. Then you go in and there's a dashboard that has project management it has crypto portals to pay your dues it has a bunch of collaboration tools it has the open knowledge protocol built into there so we can share all this stuff that we learn as a camp and share it with other camps and there there's just a plethora of tools that that a group like that would need to to get together for a week and make it all happen and to test it in the micro makes it makes it yeah. a, a really fun thing
0: Oh, that sounds amazing. And hopefully more and more camps or, you know, communities can pick up and use tools. like I, I know that that's one of the things that really drives you, right? It's not just to build this one time for one community in one year, but like if we can really create platforms or systems that set up, you know, lots of users, you know, to to not have to build it out every single time, right? But to kind of s- stand on the shoulders of giants, so to speak.
1: Yeah. Well, and that's exactly it. And it's, it's so cool. I was talking about it before to see the stuff start to take a life of itself, but mm-hmm. I built this pre pandemic before any of the Burning Man was canceled and all the renegade burns and all that stuff. So we didn't use it for the last couple of years and then come along this year and there's all this interest all over the place. And it's so cool to see it get incorporated. And I I see that as an opportunity to see another community's perspective on things and and what can be improved and what can be made better. And it almost just takes a life of itself at that point. Yeah,
0: nice. Well, let's uh, maybe kind of, Winding it down, um, you know, talk to us a little bit about your connection to to Polish and why you got involved in this project.
1: The music has always resonated with me in a a very special way, like I'm sure just about every Polish fan can say. Um, And and it always just was almost a soundtrack to my life ever since Mm. I found him. And even when I was learning to code and learning Web3 and, and learning all these things, I mean, it was it was polish in the background sometimes for for 12 hour nights just like listening to the same mix over and over and over till i'm like this is the fourth time i've heard this i i, I need to probably get up a little bit <laughs> yeah <laughs> sure, <I hit> next <laughs> yeah exactly and you know just being completely honest as i'm was forming my ideas and ideals around crypto and web 3 mm-hmm. and decentralization and being so inspired by, by, by the music. I dreamed of one day potentially doing this stuff with David and with, with Polish and really, really putting this out there in a an interesting and and very genuine way. And I mean, fast forward a few years and here we are like, it's, it, it's mind blowing to me. And there, there, there's at least Two moments every day where, where that crosses my mind. And I literally get goosebumps and I'm like, yeah. how is this even possible? How is this life? <laughs> how is this? Is it real life? <laughs> yeah.
0: Well, that's incredible, man. Um, I mean, it's it's been amazing to connect with the community, right? That's kind of my role as community manager. So getting to know some yeah. of the people in our Discord, Twitter spaces, you know, adjacent projects like Chris Dyer and Galactic Gang. And yeah. I, I know you got a Galactic Gang on your on your wall as well, right? So it's like finding synergy between these projects and communities and just doing creative imaginative cool things you know we kind of like put it all under this umbrella called utility but you know i think the sky's the limit and and, and again like you're you're kind of our uh technical maestro you know make make pulling pull some of those strings and making some of it come to life so
1: yeah, yeah again, it, most i appreciate it, it. it oh thank you so much i mean i i feel honored to to be here to contribute and you know the community aspect of it that that's what gets me the most excited about this project because i mean obviously david's music is fantastic and magical but like the community that that draws in is is so cool to work with and so cool and, and rewarding to build this stuff for and even just to see people playing around on the the nft gated uh member platform like Mm -hmm. it's so cool to to dream up this stuff with the team and then put it out there and all of a sudden people are downloading music or winning concert tickets or doing all these really really cool things and yeah i i'm i'm so so grateful to be part of this team and so excited for what we're going to do in the future because i I have a sneaking suspicion (laughs) it's just going to be more and more and more and more
0: well, that's what was going to be my final question. You know, is what maybe excites you, kind of as as you forecast out, you know, six months, twelve months, and beyond, um, either about this project or just you know, web Web three as it continues to evolve and
1: progress and you know move forward. Yeah, well, I, I'm excited for a lot. I'm bullish on a lot right now in okay. Web three. You can say that, um, but I think. Right now, we're kind of at an uh, inflection point where old systems are still here and new Mm. systems are are getting bigger and shinier every single day and the awareness around them and the use case around them and the people actually using them is growing by leaps and bounds. I mean, look at the Super Bowl, look look at how many crypto ads were up there this year and I think we're going to hit a phase very soon where the entire industry is going to kind of mature in a sense very, Mm. very quickly. And I'm excited to see what becomes possible as more and more people start getting truly involved within the space. Mm. And I said it before and I'll say it again. Anybody listening out there could have the next great idea that changes absolutely everything. Mm -hmm. And you don't have to be technical. You don't have to be a developer. You don't have to be any of these things. It could be as simple as joining a discord and sharing your idea with the world. So I'm excited for, for more of that. I'm excited for the music space and the art space to, to continue to dance around with Web3. And I'm excited to see what is going to get dreamed up by all these creative people trying to figure out how to do something just a little bit differently. And I think what blockchain allows for, it's a set of tools that allow for very rapid advancement around ideas and around culture and around community. And I think We're going to see very quickly as everything continues to mature, different blockchains or different groups coming up with amazing ideas. And the beauty of open source technology is as soon as somebody comes up with that next greatest idea, it immediately gets incorporated with everybody. Mm -hmm. So rapid advancement and, and things that I can't even comprehend today. Yeah, That's yeah. what I'm excited about. To the moon, brother. To the moon. Yeah, we're already <laughs> halfway there.
0: I love it. Well, look, I know you're a busy guy. You need to get uh, back to things. So I just want to say, appreciate you. Thanks for taking time out of your day to to sit with me, to sit with folks. You know, again, this the whole goal of this podcast is to to talk with interesting folks and people that've been in here longer than just six months. So fascinating to hear your entire story and kind of journey from you know the cannabis days to you know real estate to software development to music to polish to camp to central End. i mean and we're just getting started man like we're, we're just, just
1: getting started and to tell you the truth i, I left a lot of a lot of <laughs> we got the cliff <laughs> notes here out of there we might have to do a uh part two, two? days yeah
0: oh my gosh i love it i love it well i always love chatting with you and and again um you know your your ability to to make these crazy ideas that we have come to life so um yeah for anyone tuning in that uh well maybe i can leave with if people want to follow you you know ask questions connect what's the best way for folks to connect up with you
1: yeah so um probably what i'm the most active on is discord which you can just see me in there wigglework.eth. um on instagram i'm at jake lil uh definitely give me a follow there or really anywhere else WiggleWork or jake lil i'm i'm everywhere excellent discord or instagram are usually the best places
0: awesome man awesome well well again thanks for our folks tuning in today to listen to yet another fabulous conversation and we'll be back in a couple weeks with more artists more musics more web3 builders so Jacob Lil, thank you so much for your time, man.
1: Yeah, thank you so much, my friend.
0: All right, this is Dojo. We'll catch you on the next one.